and welcome to another episode of the Journey to Self-Love podcast, the show that teaches you the tools to radically love yourself and change your life. I am your host, Natalia. In today's episode, we will talk about letting go of control, letting go of the need to control everything and everyone and how it can be done and how it can improve our lives tremendously. And if you hear little birds singing in the background, it's because I am outside. It's a beautiful day outside. So I decided to come outside and record and enjoy the beautiful day with you guys. So if you're ready, let's dive right in. Are you exhausted of trying to have it together all the time? I know I am controlling the outcomes, controlling what others feel, think, or need, controlling how others see you, how what they think of you, trying to control our external world is extremely exhausting because at the end of the day, we can't control anything except ourselves. When my daughters were around 11 and 14 years old, I used to fight almost every night for a specific bedtime. 9 p.m. sharp was the cutoff of everything. No more TV, no more electronics, no more playing, no more talking. Like, it was everything was shut down at 9 p.m. I used to get so mad and frustrated when they would take forever in their bedtime routine. They would get up constantly to use the bathroom, asking for water, tell me some last-minute thing they had forgotten about telling me. I mean, if you're a mom, or you have siblings, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Some nights were pretty smooth, but there were there was some nights it was not so so smooth. And I remember this specific night. It was a Sunday night. I was just trying to control everything to the T. Like we're gonna eat it this time, and you're gonna go brush your teeth, and we're gonna read this book, and we're gonna do this and do that. And by this time, you're gonna be in bed, and you're gonna go to sleep. I remember that the more controlling I was trying to be the worse it got it put my youngest in a bad mood she was frustrated because something about the toothbrush it let's just say ended up pretty bad I ended up yelling at them at both of them one of them ended up crying the other one was about to cry but ended up not crying they both went to sleep upset I went to sleep crying because I was being mean to them and I knew that I knew I had not been a good mom that night, and I knew right there and then that something had to change. I had to do things differently, not only for their benefit, but for my benefit as well. The next day came, and I sat with my kids. I apologized for my bad behavior, reminded them that I love them deeply, and that nothing that they can do will ever make me stop loving them. And I shared with them my decision to let go of controlling bedtime. Yes, it sounds crazy, but that was the decision that I made. If the more controlling I tried to be about the bedtime, the worse it got, my theory was, okay, well, what would happen if I try to stop controlling bedtime? I mean, how bad can it be, right? It doesn't hurt to give it a try. So that was my decision. They only had to follow one rule, was to brush your teeth before bed, and the rest was pretty much up to them. I didn't have no more rules. There was no specific time. There was no specific routine except brush your teeth and go to bed when you go to bed. 
which it sounds crazy. I can only imagine other mothers listening to this or even people that have kids in their family and being like, what? No bedtime. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> the first night after my decision was hard for me. I had, you know, I watched them stay up almost until one o'clock in the morning. <sighs> I was losing it inside. Like my control freak mother side of me was, ah. I remember I was on the couch watching Law and Order and I just kept taking deep breath Ooh, to calm myself down. And I remember just wanting to jump out of the couch so badly to go say something. And I remember at some point, I think they were arguing over what book to read. And I wanted to get up and be like, just grab a damn book and read it. But I know I could not do that. I had to give, I have made a decision and I had to respect the decision, not only for me, but for them mainly. That way they could see that when I make a decision, I stick by it and they can trust me in my decision. So I pretty much had to bite my tongue and <laughs> keep watching my show. The following morning, I have to admit, it was kind of satisfying to watch their sleepy faces and yawns as we were getting ready for school. You know, I'm over here like super like, okay, let's go to school. Da, 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 da. I'm like pumped, like, let's go, right? And they're dragging their feet and yawning and rubbing their eyes. I mean, like. They didn't want to say I'm tired, but I know they wanted to so bad because I know they were tired. They went to sleep at 1 a.m. We had to wake up the next day at 6 in the morning. Of course they're tired. But, you know, I had to be the bigger person. I'm the parent. So I kept that satisfying joy of watching them be sleepy and tired to myself. However, I also empathized with them and I felt bad because I know what it's like to go to bed late and have to get up early to go do something and how, uh Irritating it is to be sleepy and be tired, but they're my kids. I love them. <laughs> the second night, bedtime was a lot smoother. My youngest one took herself to bed, giving me a good night kiss around 8.30ish, 9 o'clock, and my oldest one decided that her new bedtime was going to be 10 p.m. She sat down with me and she said, Mom, I just feel like it's fair because I'm older and... I think that's enough time for me to get enough rest to be successful the next day at school. So I think I think I'm okay with 10 p.m. And I agree. I said, okay, if that's what you think is best for you and your rest and for you to have a successful day the next day at school, I, I'm with you. And that was a new bedtime. And I have to say, from that day on until today, we have not fought over bedtime again. In the book, The Subtle Act of Not Giving a Fuck, Mark Mason talks about Alan Watts' theory of the backward law, which proposes that the more we pursue something, the more we achieve the opposite of what we truly want, and the more disappointed we feel. Isn't that something to really think about? Who would have thought that by me giving up, controlling the outcome, the outcome will come to be much more satisfying and make us all happier in the end. Who would have thought that by me giving up controlling the outcome, the outcome will come to be much more satisfying and make us all happier in the end. By staying in control of myself instead of the outside circumstances, I made a bigger impact. And personally, I felt a thousand times better. And I know that my kids felt a thousand times better too. 
I free myself of the burden and the exhaustion of micromanaging every detail. I was happier, lighter, and in a much better mood. And this allowed for other things to happen. We ended up adding movie nights in the middle of the week. School days, we have movie nights. It allowed for us to have longer bedtime talks and a stronger bond between us overall. That was the result of me letting go of the outcome. It also allowed me to be more present in the moment for my kids and for myself. It allowed me to be more lighthearted. And oh, what a wonderful feeling that is. And I know that some of you listening to this episode, the thought of letting go of control may sound completely crazy to you. Especially when you spend your entire life pursuing the control of everyone and everything around you. Isn't it wonderful and aren't you grateful that you don't have to control everyone or the outcome of everything in your life? To know that right now the only control that you have is how you feel and how you feel is determined only by you. I am not by outside circumstances. And how you feel is the only thing that matters. When you come to the deep knowing and understanding of that, your life changes completely. You change. When you let go of the controlling factors, you increase your confidence. And this improves your life radically. It makes your journey to self-love so much more joyful, fine, and juicier. Because when you let go of controlling other people and the outcomes and everything around you, you free yourself from that constant pressure of having to do things a certain way or having to be perfect or having to meet certain standards. When the only standards that matters are yours for yourself. When you focus and only control how you feel, nothing else matters. All of a sudden you feel lighter, like a weight has been lifted off of your shoulders because that's exactly what happens. As living our lives every day, trying to control other people, and the outcomes and trying to please others, it only puts a burden on ourselves. It stops us from being who we truly are and it stops us from living authentically. The more you focus on how you feel, your inner being, your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, everything else around you shifts. That's the reality of it. So I want to challenge you today. I want you to pick one thing to let go control of. Whether that may be how other people see you, what other things, what others think of you, your kids' bedtime routine tonight. I want you to let go of controlling everything else except yourself. And focus on controlling how you feel because that is the only thing that matters. And please get back to me. If you like this episode, take a screenshot, share it, 
tag me, message me, let me know. I want to hear you let go of today. I want to know what controlling factor you let go of today. I promise you, if you do it just today, it will change your entire day, your week, your month, your life. And after today, just think, what if you do that every day? What would your life look like then? Thank you so much for being here with me. I love you. I am deeply, deeply grateful for you for listening to me, for sharing this space and this moment with me. And remember, that loving yourself is a journey, a practice, and a choice, not a destination. Take care. See you in the next episode. <laughs>